This episode contains adult language and topics that may be disturbing for some listeners. Such topics include suicide, drug use, physical or sexual abuse of a child. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, I'm Grant. And I'm Erica. And this is From From Crime Crime to to Crime. Crime. Welcome back to From Crime to Crime. If you're just joining us, you're not alone. We've had a myriad of new followers and listeners recently. We've had a lot of questions asked, so because we're in between seasons, we decided to do a quick Q&A and answer your cues with our A's. And Grant promises not to use the word myriad again, because it's <laughs> ridiculous. Well, you don't like that one? What, it's too fancy? Yeah, it felt like you used a thesaurus or something. Oh, sorry. I just wrote it in my last term paper. Just kidding. I don't have a term paper. I don't, I'm not in school. Well, barely you're not in school. You should be a fucking doctor for how long you went to college. Well, I basically am a doctor, actually, because I was in school for 10 years off and on. So, I mean, when things, you know, push comes to shove, <laughs> I take over. Yeah. Because I'm basically a doctor. All right. Well, let's get to these questions, because obviously you're not a doctor. <laughs> Dr. Love. All right. (laughs) All right. So the first question is from Josh P. And he said, who does the disclaimer at the beginning of your episodes? That was a paid voiceover actress that we hired off of Fiverr, I think, wasn't it? (laughs) It's Grant's wife. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that too. Yeah. My wife, Christine, she does our voiceover. Anything like that we need, she's, she's the one who does it. But she does have a beautiful voice. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I I love her voice. That's why I asked her to do it was just because I just love hearing her talk. It's my favorite part of our podcast. Yeah. So if she was a paid voiceover actor, we would pay her, but we get a homie discount. Yeah, right. We get the five finger discount. <laughs> yep. Also, we should mention that our intro music is our friend Tyson. I think we have said that before, but yeah, our friend Tyson did write us our own theme song so that we had something to play and not get sued down the road. So thank you again to Tyson. <laughs> yeah. All right. Karen D. asks, what case that you covered haunts each of you the most? Oh, that's a good question. Oh, that is a good question. I feel like Amber Hagerman. Well, John yeah. Bonet, obviously, but that haunts everybody. Yeah, that's fair. Although Daniel LaPlante, <laughs> that dude was living in people's walls, so that's pretty haunting as well. I'll be honest, it's probably LaPlante. Because anytime I hear anything go bump in the night, I think, dude, is there some dude living in my walls? So <laughs> it could, I'll say LaPlante, yeah. Although some of the serial killers we've covered, like Ed Kemper, Ed Kemper, honestly, for a while made me really rethink things because he was in a mental institution and then got out and lived a normal, well, semi-normal life from the outside in. So, yeah, yeah, I think those things that when they're a little bit different than what they should be, that's kind of what makes me think twice about them. Yeah. So Viviana asks, what is the most rewarding slash challenging part of starting your own podcast? (laughs) Well, that's an easy one. The hardest, most challenging part was starting the podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Just getting started, number one. But two, once we did decide, hey, we're going to do this, the tech issues that came with it. And Erica and I are the least tech savvy millennials this side of the Mississippi. Yeah, because so, it turns out you have to own a computer to do a podcast, which I didn't even own a computer when we started Oh my gosh, this, that so. was a whole thing. That was an yeah. entire thing. Erica was like trying to find computers and then she ended up buying the best one that Walmart had. So <laughs> we're set for a while on computers. Yeah. 
But the tech part was really difficult and doing all the research to figure out, like, we know how to talk for an hour. Yeah. But how to record when we were in separate states was really challenging for us to get going. Exactly. Which is funny now because now we have issues recording when we are together. We're always like, we should do an episode while we're together this weekend. And then every time we try to, we're like, we don't know how to do this when we're together. Yeah. It's not, it doesn't go very well. Yeah. So that's been the most challenging. I think the most rewarding part is when people say like, oh my God, I never heard of that case and now I can't stop researching it or now I can't stop thinking about it or posting about it or like, I I think it's rewarding to know that you like told somebody something that they didn't know. Yeah, I think that too. I mean, as far as a reward goes, I mean, I don't think we're looking for any kind of reward for doing this. It's something we enjoy doing and want to hang out together. So this is kind of a nice medium. But as far as rewarding goes, um, I would say probably the most rewarding is is being able to bring these stories back to light. And they're not just us telling the stories. They're they're the memories of these people. These are real cases. And so it's able, we're able to bring these back and kind of let their legacy live on when they unfortunately have not been able to. Yeah. So I think there's a lot of rewards and a lot of challenges. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Especially with us, there's a lot of challenges. But Yeah, but we make everything harder than it has to be. <laughs> but we have fun doing it. Yeah. All right. Picolina on Instagram asked, will we ever see Brian Laundrie's notebook? I don't know. I feel like if they were going to release it, they would have already done it and kind of right. brought that to a conclusion. I feel like probably for privacy, maybe what's in it is personal and maybe it would be disrespectful. I don't know. I feel like if they were going to, they already would have. I think we will see something from that notebook. And I don't think the FBI really cares about personal things and like writing down personal thoughts and whatnot. So I don't think that would be a reason why that we wouldn't see it. Uh, but yeah, I think that after this case has had some time to die down a little bit, I think that's when we'll see it because then there won't be so many people like outside of the laundry's house and stuff like that. So I do think they're letting things cool off still. But yeah, I do think eventually um, they'll release what's inside. I don't see why they wouldn't. Yeah, because policy is like once it's over and closed that most of that stuff can be released. But I don't think that yeah. means that it has to be. So they could choose not to. So I'm Right, sure. and maybe down the road some somebody will be doing a deep dive and go digging for it and be able to get it out. Maybe the FBI won't necessarily release it, but you know, there's different ways that that could come out. So yeah, I could see that happening. Yeah. So, all right. Well, the next question comes from Carol P and she asks, what do you guys like to do besides the podcast? <laughs> well, uh, I know I like to be outside. I do a lot of gardening at our house. Um, you know, a lot of just being outside with plants and we're trying to start our own garden right now. So I would say a lot of that is kind of the main thing that, that we do. Um, but I have a lot of hobbies and different interests and things. So anything where the dopamine takes me, I kind of go towards. Yeah, we like to go camping and be outside. We both like to do outside things a lot. Yeah. You know, we grew up before the Internet. So we we were used to being outside until you know the streetlights came on. <laughs> we just weren't smart yeah, we enough did. to use it. <laughs> No, no, we were, we grew up before the internet. The internet didn't start coming around until we were like 12 or 13 and stuff. Yeah. But like when we were little, like we were outside all the time. Right. So we like to do really nerdy stuff like metal detect and magnet fishing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Erica yeah. bought me a magnet fishing set and a metal detector. 
and then this is super weird. I actually am trying to grow my own mushrooms right now. Um, not magic mushrooms or anything like that. Actual edible mushrooms. Um, I saw this thing on TikTok on how to grow them in logs. And we happen to have some oak logs <laughs> on the side of the house. So. Yeah, from where the <laughs> your tree fell down. <laughs> yeah, it's from the it's from the tree that fell down for anybody oh, who remembers that story. But yeah, I don't think we ever posted pictures from when that tree fell. We said we were going to and I don't think we ever did. Oh, well, if anyone wants to see, I guess we're going to post some pictures of it. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty gnarly. So that was a very intense time. So. Yeah, all right. Grant's backyard is like an enchanted forest, so he pretty much <laughs> spends small, all of his time out there. Yeah, it's a small park is yeah. the best way to say it. When you look it up on Google Maps, it comes up as just a green park because we have so much tree and foliage and stuff. So yep. yeah, that's it's fun. I love I love being back there. Yep. What else do we like? Uh, I like ping pong. You like ping pong. Oh, yeah. We do like to play ping pong. Yeah. And we each have a table at our house. We like to have tournaments. Right. Exactly. So we do that. You know, you like to take the dogs to the dog park. <laughs> I don't like to. <laughs> I have to. Either way. It's, it's something yeah. you do. <laughs> yep. Um, and we like country music, so we like going to concerts when that used to be a thing. Yeah, we've been to one since the pandemic, Garth Brooks. Um, you probably heard us ranting and raving about that. Yeah, other than that, we, I mean, last couple of years, we've stayed inside quite a bit because we weren't allowed <laughs> out. So yeah. I'm trying to remember what we like to do because we haven't done mo- most of it. Yep. All right. Well, let's move on to the next question. All right. Next question. David J. Catalano asks, do you also like fictional crime like Sherlock Holmes, Murder, She Wrote, etc.? Murder, She Wrote? What are you, 85, <laughs> David? What are you talking about? I think David thinks we're 85. Yeah. Um, not so much on the Murder, She Wrote. <laughs> but big time on Scooby-Doo. We do like that. Ooh. Grant, Grant likes And Scooby-Doo. Rescue Rangers. And Rescue Rangers. Chip, chip, what is Rescue Dale. Rangers? Rescue Rangers. Chip, chip, I know. You've never seen any cartoon and it's infuriating when i bring it up i know i'm really sorry dude like that's all right i don't mean to we just don't watch a lot of tv i do like stuff like dexter and you know fictional crime stuff but not as much as you would think Carmen san diego now i do know where in the world carmen san diego is (laughs) (laughs) she was an original computer game that's why and a tv show on pbs but Yeah. yeah erica and i don't watch a lot of tv now and Erica actually never really watched a whole lot of TV, but I used to. So I'm pretty familiar with cartoons and things like that. The TV was always on. I was just always doing something yeah. stupid, like some kind of arts and crafts project or something where I wasn't watching it. Yeah. We, we actually, in my house, we have these kinds of shows on all the time because Christine loves those kinds of shows. Psych. She watches Monk. Um, <laughs> anything watches- that doesn't have a real plot. Yeah, I, know, I was going to say, she watches all those like USA dramas. <laughs> Totally, totally. She's a total USA drama person. I don't know where she got that idea, but she loves them. So yeah, we have Monk playing. Psych is her favorite show. Yep. Oh, Bones. She loves Bones. So yeah, we Ooh, I did we watch all those kinds Bones. of Bones. Yeah, that stuff's always on in my house. Yeah. All right. So to answer your question, no, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. Yeah. <laughs> not so much, David. But that was a great question. So Rebecca McCowan on Instagram, and I hope that's how you say your last name, Rebecca. If it's not, you can yell at us. I'm pretty sure it is. (laughs) 
Rebecca asks, what is your favorite part of doing the podcast besides doing it with your bestie? Oh, good question. Um, I think the f- my favorite part is, <laughs> is relearning all of these stories. I've heard them all before, but I forget everything. So going back and doing some research on them and, and really getting a better understanding, for me, that's probably been my favorite part is just relearning all the cases that come up. And his real favorite part is our numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) I I didn't want to say it, but yeah, I do totally nerd out on the numbers every day, pretty much. I'm looking at numbers and how they, you know, what our averages are and how many we had here, there and stuff like that. I I like seeing where people are listening. Uh, Yeah. So yeah, that's probably for me. He's obsessed with our (laughs) analytics. Obsessed. He calls me constantly. (laughs) Like, Pennsylvania just took the lead. You would think it was (laughs) horse racing. That's how I know that we have a myriad of new listeners. Yep. So Grant's favorite part is the numbers. I think my favorite part is the research, to be honest with you. Like my least favorite part is the recording and the editing (laughs) and all that stuff. But I love doing the research and putting the notes together. And then when Grant calls and he has some wild bonkers theory, I like shove a bunch of facts in his face and then it ruins his theory. And then without a doubt, that probably is your favorite part because I'll be listening to something and then I'll forget like one piece of the puzzle. So I've come up with this like off the wall thing and then Erica just slams it down and just is like, nope, that's not right in any fashion and tells me why. And it, <laughs> it hurts my heart, but, you know, I deal with it and I get through it and I'm in therapy and stuff, but, you know, <laughs> that you is learn my favorite moving part. on and grow. But it's yeah, see. partly my favorite part because we try to bring you guys the stories like in a very entertaining way or as entertaining as we can so that people pay attention and they keep their interest. But even though we kind of don't always go super in depth into like dates and times and certain things, we do the research and we know all of that stuff. So Grant comes at me with this theory and I'm like, but didn't you read the autopsy (laughs) report? And he's like, why would I do that? And I'm like, (laughs) so my favorite part is some things that I forget to. Yeah. So my favorite part is debunking Grant's theories on stuff. That's my absolute favorite part. And if anyone's wondering, that's my least favorite part. So <laughs> if that's a question, then I've already answered it. Yep. But, uh, all right. Next one. Cheryl, uh, I'm not doing that. There's a ton of numbers and a queue in there. So she asks, will you be doing a CrimeCon meetup in Vegas? Ooh, that's a great question. Oh, that is a good question. Um, you're the only one that's asked, so I guess we're having dinner with Cheryl. Wonderful. Meet us on the strip, Cheryl. We're gonna go to the peppercorn and it's called the um, pepper mill. Oh, well, eh, meet us at the peppercorn anyway. We'll be there. <laughs> um it's funny because no, there is... isn't one. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that is a great question though. We probably should do something as it gets closer. We'll set something up for that. If anybody other than Cheryl wants to meet up with us, we would absolutely love to do that. That sounds super cool. Even if it's only Cheryl. (laughs) Even if it's only Cheryl, we'll still meet up with Cheryl. And like we said, we'll take her to dinner. So yeah, if anyone's interested, shoot us a DM on on Instagram or send us an email at fromcrimetocrimepodcast at gmail.com. And yeah, we'll we'll find you. Yeah. All right, so TNTC fan 23 asked, do you guys listen to other true crime podcasts? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think for both of us, that's you know kind of how this whole idea got started. And Erica listens to him all day, every day while she's working when she can and stuff. And, and I listen to him when I'm out in the yard or, you know, doing something else here or there. Yeah. 
I listen to a lot less than I used to now that we are focused on this one. <laughs> yeah. So, and it's not because I'm like, oh, I don't want to listen to it, but it's like you don't have time when you're doing research and you're really focused on what you're focused on. It's almost like tunnel vision. Yeah. Do you have any favorite podcasts you would recommend? In the Dark has a really good um, couple seasons of podcasts yeah. that you know you and I both have talked about and really, really like. Hopefully, they're going to start a new season here pretty soon. I actually heard that, that that might be coming up. So that would be one that I know. And then one that is kind of a, uh, I'm sure a lot of people know of it, but um, Disgraceland. I don't know if you've ever heard that one, but it's basically similar true crime stories, but as far as like music and other entertainment goes. And so that's pretty interesting too. So that's another one that I like to listen to from time to time. Nice. From crime to crime. <laughs> what about you? What are your top two or three? Um. Well, you know I love Doe Cases. So there's a podcast called the Doe Identify Podcast, and I really love it. It's hosted by a girl yeah. named Haley. She's really awesome, and she presents the cases really well where you can get a picture of what's going on. So I love that podcast, and... I, I don't know. I love In the Dark. I love deep dives into like one specific yeah. case, which is so funny because we did the opposite with our podcast and we did like each episode being a different case. But I love deep dive podcasts, especially when they're done yeah, well. I like those too. Totally. So, Also, another one I'll recommend is Chasing Cosby. For anybody interested in the Bill Cosby saga, Chasing Cosby was a really good podcast I listened to, too, that went really deep into kind of the whole story of what had, what transpired and how Cosby ended up where he is, hmm. which is not behind bars anymore. So, Yep. All right. Question number, who knows? Uh, we don't have these numbered. <laughs> Solis is motherhood. How long does it take to, for you to gather information per episode? Um, I think it depends. Most of the episodes that we do, we, because we pick the cases, so they're mostly cases that we already know a lot about. So it's more just fact-checking, doing the research, putting the notes together. Sometimes if it's one that we know really well, it takes a week. Sometimes if it's one that we don't know very well, it could take a month. It just kind of depends on where we're starting. Yeah, exactly. I would say on average a week, maybe two is what we do, but you know, like when I covered the Norco 80 case and it takes me longer to do everything, it took me about six weeks to compile all, all the info and put it in order and make it so that I could tell the story to you well. So it really does kind of depend. And typically we are familiar. So we, it's just it's refreshing. It's getting facts straight notes, that kind of stuff. So about a week typically. Yeah. And we work on it hours a day all week. Like it's not. Like, oh, a half hour here, an hour there. Like, it's, I mean, we put a lot of time into it, no matter whether we know yeah. the case or we don't. There's a lot of time that goes into it. Absolutely. And that's kind of when we make time for this kind of stuff, too. That way we can do our other things and do the research while we're doing our regular lives because we work nine to five regular jobs still, too. Right. So we fit it into our time. We just, we make time for it. Yeah. So at Furby asked, how do you decide on what cases you're going to do each episode? Ooh. Um, <laughs> a lot of times you guys decide what cases we're going to do. We ask you for your opinion and you guys aren't shy about giving it to us too. So yeah. we try to do things that our listeners give us recommendations for. And, you know, obviously other cases that we think are just going to be interesting. And then on top of it, we try to break things up too. We don't try to do the same type of case two, three weeks in a row. We try to give a lot of variety yeah so we have like a spreadsheet where we put all the cases that we are pretty interested in covering at some point on the podcast and they're all separated into different categories solved unsolved serial killers you know and we try to like 
so on. Yeah. yeah, and we try to mix it up. And then usually what we do is we go on there and we like color code it for like, okay, this is the one that we're doing research on right now. This is the one we're doing notes and stuff like that. And then we kind of argue about like, no, we're not ready to do that <laughs> one yet. Or, you know, I really want to do this one this week. And then Grant begs me to do it. And then I say, no, we can't do it. And I make him wait like five or six weeks. <laughs> so it's, it's amazing how much time, effort and research we're willing to do. And it's something we are passionate about versus when we were in school and it was like, you want us to do a paper on? No, no, not doing <laughs> no. I know. No, thank you. Not interested. But this, this is actually something where we sit down and we make sure that we're doing our best job, you know, and hopefully we're getting better. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully we're not going backwards. So, yeah. all right. At Graveyard Princess, do you think you would survive if you were in a character in a scary movie? That's a fantastic question. Erica, do you think you would survive if you were a character in a scary movie? I think it depends. If we're talking like okay. your typical run of the mill running from a bad guy or like running from a murderer, I would think probably not because one, I'd probably, <laughs> no, I'm serious. Hey, I'm legit. I'm straight up because I would probably say something right off the bat. Like you're a fucking idiot or you're stupid, you know, and they would just kill me. Like my yeah, mouth would get me killed right away. Guaranteed. Especially if it was like a hostage situation be like, no way I'm dead immediately. I'm dead. But, I could I could totally see you giving like if it was something you didn't see ending in your favor, I could totally see you egging that person on to just get totally. on with it and get over get it over with. Totally. But if it was sort of like a like a saw type movie where you have to like be smart and cunning and like solve oh. riddles and do stuff to get out, like that kind of scary movie, I'm totally surviving that. Interesting. I didn't think about those kinds of scary movies. I just thought about, you know, the typical scary murderer type and in that sense i totally think i'd survive i think, you think that so i i do yeah i don't think that i would back down i think I, I would try to like get away but if i couldn't i would i would go down fighting for sure so yeah well, I, think I think i would, you would go down fighting but i think you're the type of person that would totally be like running upstairs where everybody's yelling don't run upstairs <laughs> i yeah i can't deny that but <laughs> I, maybe i'd only go upstairs if it was because i knew that that's where the bat was or something the wrench or the lead pipe or something like that All right. so <laughs> <Clue>. <laughs> I get yeah that. so i think it'd be grant upstairs with the candlestick in the conservatory and uh, mr mustard i don't know I just really, I guess it depends who we're with, like what the plot line is. Because if I'm alone, yeah, would... I feel like I'm I'm done. I'm there's no way. But like if we were together, but I don't know. Do we have our own feature film here, or like are we co-starring well, we in this film? Well, we have our own podcast, so I would assume that we, uh, you know, are in the movie together. But I I do have to say too, if it's a puzzle type like Saw, I didn't think of that. I'm not surviving Saw. Okay, no. I'm not probably even going to give a very good effort because I'm going to get over it uh, yeah. and be done. So yeah, I've done one I'd escape probably... room with Grant, and he was not helpful. We got out, didn't we? No thanks to you. Well, who was protecting you in case somebody came in? Yeah. See, that's what I mean. So, like, if we if we were together or I had other people, although sometimes that gets me in trouble, too, because, like, if you're there or my husband or somebody, I, I'll say a lot more shit than I will if I'm by myself. Yeah, I could 100% see that, especially if it's, if Matt's with us. Totally. I definitely see you running your mouth with Matt Matt behind you. Totally. Because he <laughs> because he's great. He's like yeah. now I have to deal with this and then he'll get mad at me later, but he'll deal with it like in the moment, you know. 100% he would. Yeah. 
So it's fine. But yeah, I guess, I don't know. Damn, that was a really good question. I guess we need to know we, the plot line to know for sure. Long story short, if it's just getting away from a killer, I'd survive. If it's a puzzle, Erica would survive. So yeah, there. We, we answered the question. Yeah. All right. So next one, Scooby Snacks asks, do you guys have any opposing views on cases that neither of you are willing to bend on? Hmm. Any opposing views on cases? Can you think of any? Not really, because every time we do have an opposing view on a case, I spew facts at you, and then you go, God <laughs> dang it. And then yeah, you I'm... just agree with me, so not really. We do have opposing views on cert- on mostly everything in life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. The Politics, death penalty the death is one penalty. that you guys, yeah, you guys know the death penalty is one that we we differ on quite a bit. Yeah. Um. But yeah, as far as cases go, I I do a really good job of trying to see both sides or every side of things. So I'm gonna say no on the cases, but yes on pretty much everything else we have opposing views on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which I feel like is funny that we're like BFFs, but you guys can make it work. That's <laughs> true. It's true. Just work it out. Yep. We work it out. Yeah. But we are interested in a lot of the same stuff, too, though. We do have opposing views on, like, some issues, but we also are both big dorks, and we like metal detecting and magnet fishing and <laughs> stupid shit, you know? Yeah. Stuff that nobody else likes. That's probably why we're friends, because nobody else will do the stuff that we like with us. Yeah. Well, it's pretty nerdy. Yeah, it's true. So we had decided just to start a true crime podcast to, to do it, too. So Yeah, like, nobody else would care about a coin that I found metal detecting. You are my go-to metal detector coin connoisseur person. If I have a question, you are definitely the person I'm going to. And for the most part, I've metal detected my backyard. So I'm not exactly in the desert yet getting there, just warming up. But um, And so far I found a key and a few coins and <laughs> some nails and screws. Yeah. So nothing too crazy, but, but we're getting there. We're getting good. Yeah, We're getting good at podcasting and metal detecting. Yeah. We're an unstoppable duo. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, Tabitha, she asks, if you could interview any serial killer, dead or alive, who would it be? Hmm. Solid question. Israel Keys. Ooh, yeah, it has to be for you, huh? Yeah. Has to be. Yeah. Yep. That's a great one. Yeah, because he, uh, he left Easy. a lot of unanswered questions. I don't think he would answer any of them <laughs> because well. he's a D-bag like that. But knowing what we know now and watching the videotapes of how the FBI interviewed him, he would be the person that I would want to interview. Yeah, I could see that. that. That one would be really fun because, like we said, Israel Keys has a lot of unanswered questions and mm-hmm. he could be tied to a lot of different things. So, yeah, I think that's a really good one to, to say. Good job on that one. Yep. I think for me, I would choose Samuel Little. And kind of the same reason because of Israel Keys, he left a lot of things unanswered and he committed or he admits, I should say, to 93 uh, murders. But maybe there was more and maybe he had more answers to questions that we would still have if he was still alive. So I think for me, I think Samuel or yeah, Samuel Little would be the guy that I would talk to the most. And he just happens to be America's most prolific serial killer, too. So that helps. And he just happens to be episode one of season three of From Crime to Crime. <laughs> so you're Spoiler to... alert. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. So Brianna asked, what is your favorite movie? Ooh. Um, wow. My all-time favorite movie. I don't watch a lot of movies. I have to say that first and foremost. Um, I like Forrest Gump a lot. There's ping pong in that. So we like ping pong. So I like that. Um. I mean, overall, I'm probably a big 90s Disney guy, Lion King, Aladdin, 
<laughs> stuff like that. I like movies you can sing to. I do. I like movies where there's sing-alongs. I love them. Because I just can't wait. Oh, you don't want to get me started, but I can I if you want me to. But no. Because everybody look left. Everybody look right. Hey, we got copyright issues. Oh, sorry, Disney. So, all right. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I have to do all the legal shit for this podcast, too. Just one of many hats Erica wears. Yeah. Um, I would say my favorite movie is also a Disney movie. Really? Yeah. Wow. Can I tell you what I thought you were going to say? Mary Poppins. Tombstone. Oh, yeah. Tombstone. Yeah. That's the one I was going to guess. But Mary Poppins. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. the only other movie you've seen besides Tombstone, so. That's not true. What other one? Clueless is like my third favorite movie. The one with Alicia Silverstone? Did you really just say it like the one with, like you don't fucking know? I'm. It's Clueless, right? Like there's only one? Yes. It's Clueless right. and there's only one. Sorry. I don't think I've ever seen Clueless. Oh my God. Oh, you have no room to talk. You've seen nothing that everybody else has seen. You've never seen The Simpsons. Can we get over that real quick? You have not seen The Simpsons. I know who The Simpsons are. You guys act like I live under a rock. Well, you practically do. You don't you've never seen any of the episodes. Please send all of your hate mail to Erica at From Crime to Crime Podcast at gmail.com or visit us on our Instagram at From Crime to Crime because that's ridiculous. <laughs> Sorry, dude. You're thirty four years old and you've never seen The <laughs> Simpsons. Like, it's yeah. not okay. All right. Well, I'll watch an episode of The Simpsons this weekend, and you can watch Clueless. I'll meet you in the middle. You watch The Simpsons. I'll watch Mary Poppins. That's fine. We can all watch Mary Poppins. I'll watch it with you. All right. All right. I'm in. And I sing along. <laughs> For everyone who doesn't know, that's Erica's secret talent, actually, is singing. So um, if you do see her at CrimeCon, <laughs> please ask her to sing any song from Mary Poppins that she might know, or any country song because she knows actually any song in general erica knows every word to every song and so you're gonna want to take a seat and listen you're in for a treat it's like the most useless talent in the world too because i can't carry a tune in a bucket so it's like (laughs) what is the point of being able to like hear a song one time and know all the words to it and then i can't say like what is the point it's the most useless talent. It has to be good on a game show. We have to find it. Like name that tune oh. probably would have been your your jam if it was still on. There used to be a show that was hosted by Melissa Peterman. She played Barbara Jean in oh, that Reba show. I know exactly what show you're talking about. Uh, yeah, Singing Bee. Was it Singing Bee? Yes. And I used to win every episode. I played along at home and I would win every single episode. I remember that show and I turned it off because I was like, I don't know any of these and I (laughs) move on. I loved that show. That was my favorite show. Now, it was a terrible show. I did watch stuff like that. Maybe that's why I didn't watch a lot of like Simpsons and stuff that other people watch. I watched a lot of game shows. That makes sense. You are a like big game person. Like our family in general, we love game. We play board games. We're really competitive. We all play sports. Anytime you're at Erica's, you're playing a game by the end of the night. No questions asked. It's always happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. We're yeah. off topic. The, that was our... So our favorite movies are something, something from Disney. <laughs> I forgot we were even talking about movies. Yeah. Yeah, we got Sorry real about out that. There. Sorry, right. Brianna. Sorry, Brianna, but we're going to go to Hannah now. She asked, what cases are you working on now? Well, we kind of answered one of those already, but Erica, what are we working on? Um, we're working on Samuel Little, and then I guess I better get out our case spreadsheet thing. I didn't. I was just pulling it up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to be doing the Springfield 3 this yep. season. Sarah and Jacob Hoggle. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be doing Daniel Wozniak. 
I don't know Daniel, Daniel Wozniak, so I'm looking forward to getting into that one because it's a soft case. I like that. Yeah, that one was actually suggested by more than one person, but one person a lot of times. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. I'm glad that yeah. uh, that we can fulfill their, their heart's desire with talking about Daniel Wozniak. Yep. wonder if he's related to Steve Wozniak. Do you have any idea who that is? Yeah, he's that short, ugly guy with the computers, right? Oh, yeah. He's the co-founder of Apple. I didn't think you'd know that because you hate Apple, so I didn't think you'd ever cared to know who did it. I don't hate Apple. Well, I mean, you don't have an Apple computer, so I figured you just hated Apple. That's because I did a whole bunch of research before we started a podcast, and this fucking computer was the one that it said I should buy. $7,000 later. And now it doesn't work with my stupid phone, and I can't get my (laughs) stupid phone to put my pictures onto my computer because I'm out of space on my phone. My favorite thing (laughs) is that you bought a gaming computer for this, and it doesn't come with with a webcam. Like, yeah, I can't even zoom. Nope. Spent $11,000 on a computer and it doesn't even have a camera. I did not spend $11,000, but <laughs> well, pretty close. close. Might yeah. as well have been. Yeah. So anyway, that's, uh, I don't hate Apple. I, ju- I, I didn't know that that guy was from Apple, by the way. For some reason, I thought he was a different computer person, but I have an iPhone, but now this stupid computer computer, and my stupid phone won't talk to each other because they're like, eh, you should have got an Apple computer. Yeah. And I'm like, eh, I could have saved fucking thousands of dollars. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Although, I don't know, Apple is pretty expensive too, so I think you'd be spending pretty much the same amount. Yeah, probably. Just your phone and computer. I over-exaggerate pretty much a bunch. <laughs> oh. So. At least you're able to admit it. For years, you couldn't admit it. So, Well, there's some things I don't over-exaggerate on, but then there's some things where I do. Like it, life. Yeah. Well, because it makes things more interesting. <laughs> it, it does make your stories better. But in yeah. Erica's defense and in our podcast's defense, we don't embellish anything on the podcast. Everything is factual. Isn't that funny? It is I totally funny. exaggerate on everything in life, but when it comes to this stuff, I'm like, no, it has to be exact. Because that's my pet peeve when I listen to other podcasts and they say stuff that's wrong about a case. And I'm like, guys, you could have super just Googled that. Come on. Yeah. And a lot of times, if it's a case we know well, we'll just turn it off. So, yeah, it is important to us to know what we're working with. Yeah. So those are the cases that we're working on that are coming up. So I think that that's going to about do it for tonight. Oh, we do have one more question. All right. It's not on our case list, so, or it's not on our questions list, so what that's is because it? I did, <laughs> that's because I didn't want to write it on here because you'd be like, we're not asking that. <laughs> okay. I'm interested. So this one comes from the Beave 6 Is that his name on Instagram? Uh, I believe it is. <laughs> yeah. This is one of my friends, so. <laughs> yeah. So and let's said, see what his question was. <laughs> he said, can you do a case on Grant? He moved to L.A. <laughs> And now no one's seen or heard from him since. (laughs) Wow. Okay. (laughs) Well, Adam, who doesn't listen to the podcast, I'm alive and well, and you could hear my voice anytime on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get your your (laughs) podcast. Oh, I just wanted to bring that up because I moved to Vegas and you moved to LA and we still see and talk to each other just as much as we always had. So suck it, Adam. That was the I, only reason why I wanted to ask you that question on air, because I want to be I, like, well, I still talk to you multiple times a day. 
Yeah, I may see you more now that you moved out of state than I did when you were like down the street, honestly. So yeah, well, we talk for sure more now. Uh, just to be clear, too, you do have exclusive rights to my case if anything does happen to me. Oh, thank you for the legal. You're welcome. The legal part of that. And I will make sure that somebody well qualified covers your case very well. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not you. No, probably not. I'll get Ashley Flowers to do it, though. Hey, she's a mom, by the way. Congratulations to Ashley Flowers. I'm sure she's listening. Uh, for anyone who knows her, she's obviously the creator and host of uh, Crime Junkie, and she's a new mom. So congratulations. Yeah. So, all right. Well, we should get going because we still have to record other episodes today. Yeah. We got a big day ahead of us. So, all right. Well, hey guys, thanks so much for coming and paying attention to us and asking us questions and stuff like that. Keep an eye on your Instagrams, or I guess on our Instagrams at From Crime to Crime, because we're going to be announcing our giveaway winners. So, keep an eye on that. Yep. All right. Well, I will talk to you later. All right. Sounds good. Love you. Love you too. Bye. Bye.